Welcome back to Swinging Blindly, as it's been a couple of weeks since me, Blaze Bryant, here in upstate New York, and back from his trip to the Show Me State, PJ, down in Connecticut. Bro, let's start off with the important stuff. How was your trip to see your beloved St. Louis Cardinals? Blaze, thank you again. Uh, love you. Thank you for holding it down. Thank you, Brett. For holding it down and, and anybody else. Um, it was a dream come true. It was like literally a dream come true. A hotel waking up right next to the stadium. You know, not 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 to get into everything we did there, but we did all the touristy stuffs that, that you do in St. Louis. And then we went to three games. One was rained out. And then we also went to a St. Louis Blues game, which was awesome. But uh, three baseball games in Bush Stadium, um, two, two and one. Two and one with me in the building, so not too bad. Nice. And uh, it w- and saw Pujols' first home run back in Bush Stadium, which was, you can imagine. <laughs> a I tear could only imagine. Me. Yeah, so it was uh, it was great, but I am I am happy to be back on the Swing Blindly podcast, Swing Blindly page, and with you, my friend. It's oh, it's good so to good to. You. Yeah, yeah, it's it's so good to have you back. Uh, Facebook.com slash Swinging Blindly Podcast, where actually, as of today, April 22nd, when we're taping this, uh, we now have a podcast tab on our Swinging Blindly Facebook page. I created that. I'm getting more episodes up on there. It'll allow you, meaning Facebook will allow you to subscribe that way, as soon as an episode uh, is is published, you will be able to see it, listen to it, and share the living heck out of it. Because that's how we grow the audience. Uh, so appreciate you listening wherever you get your podcasts, as well as now on our Facebook page. Twitter is at Swinging Blindly as well. So, And uh, we're also live on our Facebook. Uh, live streaming this on video on our Swinging Blindly Facebook page and via the ColorCast Apple app. Um, so all good stuff there. Did you know, uh, Peach, that uh, ColorCast will actually let you uh, record the podcasts? Like, really? Yeah, I'll, I'll actually get a recording of it. So I'm interested to see how the uh, quality of that is. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. 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 So now we can, you know, you know, do a, you know, do, yeah. do shows if, you know, if I'm off or, you know, there's a, there's a technical issue, we can, you know, work around that. So how about that? So, uh, you know, a couple big headlines and I want to play this audio now, if it's okay with you, Peach, as we know, Miguel Cabrera has been on the hunt for 3000 hits. The Yankees were in Detroit yesterday. Miguel Cabrera was 0 for 3. Bases, uh, the, you know, the um, there were runners on at second and third. Two outs after Jammer Candelario hit into a double play. Was Miguel Cabrera going to get the opportunity to get to 3,000? Here's how it all played out. This is courtesy of Tigers Radio. They wouldn't dare walk him. <laughs> there'd be there'd be a riot. 
They can't. I think by rule, if somebody <laughs> is going for their 3,000th hit and first base is open, you are not allowed to walk that better. And you, you know, have a left-hander <laughs> on deck. I mean, when you think about it, I mean, that, that's, <laughs> it makes sense. But good luck getting out of town if you do it. They are not. No, they are. Oh, man. Oh, man is right. Dan Dickerson, Jim Price on the call, Tigers Radio. The Yankees got out of town with a 3-0 loss. They did take two out of three from the Tigers in that series. Three and three road chip as they only got one out of three against Baltimore. PJ, I mean, the intentional walk is a very, in my opinion, a very debatable move to make in general. A lot of people are thinking that was the right move for Aaron Boone to make. I really, see, to me, the circumstance has to be absolutely right for an intentional walk to happen because that moves, you know, that I just think an intentional walk usually does more harm than good. What say you? Yeah, Blaze. I mean, it's tough. It's with the caveat that it was going to be a potential 3000 hit. Let me just say this really quickly. I understand Tiger fans. I understand fans in general who are upset that it happened, but he went over three. Let's like, let's just remember that he had right. three other chances to get, to get a base hit. And, and that being said, blaze uh, to, to that, to the point of the intentional walk, did you know, or hear about Corey Seager getting walked with the bases loaded the other day. Yeah, that was incredible. Um, yeah, so it's like it, it's all, and you know what? And the um, I forget who I believe it was the Angels. Yeah, yeah it was the Angels. Uh, Angels. Bases they ended loaded. up winning the game. So maybe it was rightfully so. Who knows? Who's to say? But when. I, t- I love that clip because it is so authentic. Um, but to say that it was a right or wrong move is so hard to, to, to do. I mean, if they did it, it clearly seemed like it was the baseball move to do. And I don't think in that situation, you really have to worry about, you know, giving justice to the history because let's face it, like very likely, like I'm a betting man, I would bet that the next time Miguel Cabrera gets four at bats, he'll probably get a hit out of those four. You know, like I, I just it, it's it's hard for me to be upset with the intentional walk when there's it's a 162 game season. You have to win games when you can win them, and if that's the strategy that you come up with in that moment, then sure, I I really don't believe that Aaron Boone did that to. For, for ex- explicitly to keep Miguel Cabrera from getting three thousand hits, like I, that wasn't the case. No, no, no doubt about it. And I'm I'm with you on that. I just my thing with intentional walks in general is I I just didn't think the situation warranted it, even though it is the quote unquote baseball move in the quote unquote yeah. baseball yeah. decision. Miguel Cabrera was zero for three. I'd rather get beat by Miguel Cabrera than what happened the very next pitch. The very next pitch was to Austin Hayes, who hit a bloop single 
scoring two runs exactly. and bringing Miguel Cabrera to third. See, to me, I if Miguel Cabrera is going to do that and and make history, okay, yeah. As a Yankee fan, am I ticked at the fact that two runs cross the plate? Yes. I also yeah. know that's the Tigers' best hitter. And, Beat me with your best. In your opinion, is that like just as somebody you know that was against your team? What is Miguel Cabrera the best hitter on the Tigers? I don't think so. Um, at this stage of the game, no. I I yeah. would say not. I I mean, to me, their best hitter is Javi Baez, who's on the injured yeah, list. Exactly. Yeah. 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 And but even still, like. Look, it's the same thing with the Cardinals and Pujols. Is Pujols one of the more disciplined, like, better, quote-unquote, hitters? Yes. But is he the most talented guy right now? No, not not at all. And I, I think Miguel Cabrera probably falls into that sense. It's like, is he one of the smartest, more capable hitters? Sure. But is he going to burn you for a home run or a double in the gap? Um, more often than not, no. I think he's more of a singles. He'll he'll give you a good at bat type of guy, and then he'll get lucky into some you know pitches. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, how about this? His first hit was a was a home run. His one thousandth hit was a home run. His two thousandth hit a home run. That's nuts. That's it crazy. is. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. This was like like Jeter, who's right. Jeter's 3,000th was a home run, right? Yes, it was against the Tampa Bay Rays, David Price. There you go. Shout out David Price. Yeah, I mean, look, I I get the frustration from Tiger fans. I get the frustration from baseball fans in general, but it's, he's at 2,999. Like, relax. It's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. I I mean, I I think Aaron Boone is is wrong was wrongfully being ripped for it. I absolutely do. Even though I would have pitched to him personally because he's over three. Exactly, and like it, I think baseball move or not, whatever. We're not in the dugout. We we're not in the clubhouse. We don't understand necessarily where that goes. But there there is no Aaron Boone, and you know what. It's, I bet it's fine with him that he's public enemy number one in, in Detroit going forward because who cares? Sure. Uh, but it was a baseball move. It was the move he made. You know what I mean? It was the move that Aaron Boone made and such. We have to live with it. And I don't think it's so egregious that somebody decided to intentionally walk one of the greatest hitters of all time. Like For sure. I mean, the reality is this. The Yankees were likely going to lose the game because they had a golden opportunity, second and third, no one out in the eighth inning, and did not get a runner across. That is how you lose games. Now, here's the thing. If Miguel Cabrera were two for three, okay? Now, I'm trying to take the 3,000 hits out of this equation, okay? Now, if he were two for three... And in that situation, yeah, I'm probably going to say intentionally walk him. And I get that the intentional walk, that's the baseball move. That's what the baseball textbook, if you will, says you should do. The book. I I mean, again, I I don't believe in free passes. I just don't. Uh, Because what if, you know, 
here's my thing with intentional walks. But the next person comes up and hits a and hits a home run. Then you're you're adding another run onto the scoreboard in exchange for a free pass. It's a bad trade. Absolutely. I mean, it's almost like free it's it's a free base, free out. I, I, I yeah. totally get what you're saying. Like I as do I believe that the intentional walk can be used for good? Sure. Like I, I extra innings. One out, guy on third, for you know, force, force, uh, you know, to make force plays. There are times where it makes sense. Is it always the right move? I'm not sure about that. I, I think giving an out, giving an extra body on the base pass, generally speaking, isn't the right move. Yeah. Um, but hey, we're, we're talking about just this one intentional walk of Miguel Cabrera, and as I said. We had one where Corey Seager was walked with the bases loaded to literally walk and run. And the team that did that, the Angels, ended up winning the game. And and to me, that's a circumstance of they got lucky. Much like if a force play <laughs> happens off of an intentional walk. You got yeah. lucky. You can't. It's not like you can create a friggin' force play for Christmas sakes. You can't. Yeah. No, you, you're, yeah, that, that's a chance. You're, t- you're taking a chance on that. That's for sure. Yeah. You're, 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 you're hoping that your pitcher pitches it and you get a ground ball in the exact circumstance you need it. But in the, in certain, and sometimes you get a ball in the outfield and that's a run, you know, like there right. are, there are times and places I, I do. And I think that your point can be, can be um, researched a little bit more is the benefit or lack thereof of walking people putting a physical body on bases where that stands as like a uh, win probability type deal, because it's something interesting that I've never really thought about. Right. I mean, cause here's the other side of this too. And we'll get to you. If you're waiting to get on the hot seat, we'll get to you here in just a couple of minutes on color cast. The other side of this too, Peach, you walk Mikel Cabrera, Detroit could have put it a pinch runner. And then all you would need is a double in the gap, and you clear the bases and three more runs score. Exactly. That, that's I mean, and that would be. It doesn't matter who's on base. Right. Right. the The truth of the matter is, he was walked, and I mean, and Detroit did not do this. They didn't need to do it because they were already up one, and then the next pitch they were up three. So the game for the Yankees, for all intents and purposes, was out of reach. Because the offense is so gosh darn inept. But anyhow, I mean, I guess I don't want to turn this into a Yankee-centric thing. I, no, I think no. we've... I no, think that we've was more of a... No, that was a great conversation about intentional walks and, and history in general. But, you know, it is what it is. I mean, well, you know what, Blaze, before we even move on, can we get your take? Because we weren't able to do it uh, with me traveling and with the show being the way it was, can we get your take on the Aaron judge Yankees situation that we haven't been able to, we might as well get the Yankee talk out of the way at the top. And uh, because it's something I really want to know your take on that whole situation and where it goes from here. Sure. Well, this is one of those things where I, I understand both sides of it. And you know, the one side being, 
Aaron Judge is saying, okay, seven years, 213 mil. Uh, you've, you've spent more money to get players from the outside than you are on me. When I've been this homegrown talent that is the face of the franchise where a section in right field is named after me, um, I should be worth more than $213 million for a seven-year extension. Now, on the Yankees side of it, Brian Cashman is saying, okay, and Brian Cashman and crew is saying, okay, this is a, a really fair extension. You're getting 30 and a half mil a year, you know, with this seven-year extension. You're 30 years old. Um, injuries have been an issue, though. Last year, you stayed pretty healthy. It's it's one of those things that is is tough, and I am looking at this, and I, as you know, I tend to look at things a little bit more uh, big picture. I think the Yankees' offer for an extension was a very fair one because Aaron Judge is 30 years old. He's had an injury-riddled history. Yeah, he stayed healthy last year. Is that an anomaly or has his conditioning improved? The answer to that is we don't know. There's still another 150 games in the season yet to play out. Now, and and like I said, I get it from the Aaron Judge standpoint as well. So I, I, I wish, I guess if I were to come down on one side or the other, I lean more toward Judge. Because the Yankees should have done more to lock something up with him instead of giving Aaron Hicks a $70 million extension, which has <laughs> turned, to be, turned out to be a bust. Yeah. Uh, I, I wish that they would have been able to, obviously not a, <laughs> I mean, with Luis Severino, they gave him a four-year, $40 million extension a couple of years ago. They were able to, you know, lock him up for, you know, on the cheap. They could have done something and should have done something like that with Aaron Judge, and they didn't. Or maybe they just couldn't agree on on a number. I That is something I just don't know. So to, just to, right there, yeah, I mean, I this was all going down while I was in St. Louis. Sure. So I, I, was, I was telling everybody there, we got to lock up Tyler O'Neill. Can't let it be like Aaron Judge. We got to lock up Tyler O'Neill. That's a good example. Uh, as soon as possible because he's a superstar. Um, but, like, theoretically, Blaze, like, I'm very interested as to how you would, what you would, how, how you would answer this or what you would do. Theoretically, like, what, what is the next step? Like, what, theoretically, the best case scenario for the Yankees, for Judge, like, what, what steps would you take to to make whatever best case scenario in your head would be? Like, like where do they go from here? So if if it's me, it needs to play out like this. The Yankees should offer him. I'm I'd be willing to go seven years for thirty-five times seven. You're looking at one oh five. Plus one forty, so two hundred and forty-five million. I'd I'd be willing to go seven years two forty-five 
with Josh. So, this is, so, so this, if you were Brian Cashman, actually, great segment idea going forward is if Blaze was Brian Cashman. <laughs> well, Blaze was Brian Cashman, I would have, you know, said Cashman's time is up. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because, uh, because you know, you know, I have felt that way consistently for the oh, past yeah. few you years. Said, you said it for over a year, years now. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And you heard me Absolutely. say it with, with, and you heard me say it with Brett. You know, it's, yeah. it's like milk. When's the actual expiration date going to be? <laughs> okay, continue. How, what do you, what do you offer, Judge? What, what, I offer, what do we do, Judge? I offer him seven years, two forty-five. That's thirty-five million a year. He either takes it or he doesn't. If he takes it, great. If not, I think you just have to be at peace with the fact that you did the best you could with the situation in front of you. I think seven years, 245 is a very fair deal. It's 35 mil a year. He's 30 years old. He's an outfielder. They tend not to hold up as well as, you know, say like a, a first baseman or an, or another infielder just because you're having to move around a bit more. I think seven years, 245 is a very fair deal. So Peach Pirate, uh, shout out Peach Pirate, friend of the show. He says he's driving, can't hop on right now, but he said that he would say it's 217 plus another 17 mil in arbitration and that he doesn't he doesn't deserve anything more. Okay, so Peach Pirate is saying you know, 217 plus 17 in arbitration, that's 234. If you can mute on, on caller cast, because I thought I, I thought mm-hmm. we had him there for a hot second and I, I turned it up and <laughs> No, no, yeah, no. He, All he good. Now he might be able to join us soon, but we we'll see. Okay. No, no worries. So um but yeah, I when I when I turned it up I, I heard your voice as well. So <laughs> I I preemptively faded it up and I should not have. Uh, no, that's, you're good. That's on oh, me. Good. So two thirty-four. I mean, hey, that's what I'm saying to you, and and I think Peach Pirate is accurate. I'm just saying that this is. I'm giving you my best offer for Aaron Judge. Okay. Um, because I think he's going to free agency. I think I I don't see arbitration being a part of this. Because at this point, if they haven't figured something out, he's going to free agency. I was going to say, do, is that where you see it coming? And how, what just this is a question for me. If Aaron Judge ends up in free agency, what percentage do you give the Yankees on getting him back? Um, I would say about 30. Oh, wow. Really? You, you would rather bet on the, on the, you know, the. I'd the rather, field. I'd rather bet on the open market than the Yankees because. Wow, that's, yeah. And, and I'm I'm looking at history here because the Yankees, you know, they have not, they they've they've done a bad job at letting good people or at, at retaining good people. They let Please, go of Didi Gregorius. I don't mean to interrupt you, but do you mind if I just if I throw a Peach Parrot on uh, real quick? Okay, Peaches, Peaches yeah. with us uh, by all means. I believe so. Yeah. Um. Um. Light is. I'm right. as a speaker. Okay. Oh, we've. There is. All right. Uh, is there? And then we got to fix your audio, Peach. Hello? Hey, uh, Peach, we got you. 
Hey, how you doing? Good, good, bro. How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you. I had to call in because I was listening to the Aaron Judge um, debate about how much money he's worth compared to what they offered him. Yeah. Um, here's my feeling on it because they already offered him the. It was like around 217 million plus. They were offering him something like within the 15 to 17 million range in arbitration. 213 so for seven years. Thought, right. So, so, so my thought though was to this, okay? If it's about whether he gets paid now, like whether he wants forty million a year now or forty million a year when he's thirty six, thirty seven, what's the difference? Yeah. Right. But if he wants more than seven years, I don't think any baseball player from here on out, from the from from the whole A Rod situation for Yankees and everything else. No baseball player should have a contract more than seven years. I'm with you a thousand percent. Injury, absolutely. Because of injury, that's because of uh, you know, like they have to take care of their bodies, and we're paying them to basically maintain their peak level of performance. Then they don't deserve anything more than a seven-year contract. Especially already. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I think you're, and hey, you're, I, I agree with you. Uh, completely because yep. it's you, especially when you're 30 years old. I mean, See, that's the thing. I would love for them to keep Aaron Judge, but if he wants more than seven years, I don't think any baseball player is worth that. Guy is a beast. He is the best player in MLB, and I still wouldn't, as a owner, offer him anything more than seven years, we can renegotiate later on down the road. I don't want to keep paying you for years that you're no longer productive. Right. That's not a knock on the type of person or player he is. And I do agree. Players should get as much money as they can. Yeah. What, what, where, where does that fall in far as far as years? If you want as much money as you can, okay. You want $40 million a year right now, Aaron judge, they offered you 217. They should be able to somehow fit that number within, you know, what they already offered him. If he wants a, a longer contract, that's something that I don't agree with by any team necessary. Any team, whether that's Yankees, Cardinals, it doesn't matter. I'm like with Scout, you. Angels, all of that. So yeah. yeah, so let's I mean, so let's just talk about this though. Do you, do you think that his point though? In that the Yankees have spent a lot of money, six hundred and fifty million thereabouts between Garrett Cole and Giancarlo Stanton, people that they got on the outside, and and Aaron Judge is you know kind of feeling the oh well I kind of got screwed here because here I am this homegrown talent face of the franchise you've got the you you you've got the section in right field. Uh, and, you know, the judge's chamber, that's what it's called. And you have uh, a John Sterling call that has your, that has such a great name that is used in a lot of the Yankee PR. I mean, I understand his point of, yeah, this team has kind of been screwing me because of all the money they've spent on people from the outside and they're not taking care of me on the end. I, I disagree with that. Completely, and the reason I do is because Aaron Judge 
could not win a championship without the additions they've made uh, with the John Carlos Stanton, with the Gary yeah. Cole, with everybody else. Aaron Judge does not have the star power, nor would he be able to carry an entire team on his back through the playoffs and get the championship. So until you, until you actually find me a player who's actually somewhat worth that, which in this case would be Mike Trout, that would be the only person we're actually like giving a contract for more than seven years or more than what has already been offered. $217 million is a lot of f***ing money. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Peach, um, I got to turn you down, bro, because your your phone's breaking up. Um, no, that's not me. What? No, we're good. Uh, that's probably me. I'm in a bad service area. Yeah, yeah, all all good. Um, but I mean, so I, I mean, your your point is 217 mil is a lot of money, which you're you're absolutely right. And I mean, and you're 30 I, years old. Take it. Take it. Take it. I'm with you. Bro, I'm with you. A thousand percent. If you want to go to the Marlins, go to the Marlins and get that money, but you're not ever going to win a championship. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) He's right. So what is it? Do you want the money or do you want the championship? What's it going to be? Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm with you a thousand percent. Um, it, it's just, uh, I, I just wish as a Yankee fan that they would have done more to, you know, take care of them so that we weren't in this position at this point. Maybe they could have, maybe, I don't know. The only way I like is they wouldn't have gotten those players, the John Carlos Stanton, the Garrett Coles, them, without paying them, overpaying them, right? Now, Judge wants to get overpaid. I understand. Everybody wants to get overpaid, okay? But until you actually put a championship ring in New York City, you don't deserve anything more than what they're already offering you, which is already overpaying you because you're in your 30s, 37 years old. I don't see Judge as being an MVP caliber player. He doesn't deserve that kind of money after that. I'm sorry. The drop-off is drastic. Drastic. goes with everybody. Yeah. If if you're going to sign a player to a 10-year contract, make sure you do it when he's a rookie or 21, 22, 23. Don't do it after that because you're just stupid. I I agree. Agree completely. Absolutely. I I just want everything that Peach Pirate here is saying. As a Cardinal fan, I'm glad. Do, am I am I ecstatic that Pujols is back? Sure, but the Angels paid 200 plus million for a 30 31 year old Pujols, and we don't even know if that's ex- his exact age. But and I could I couldn't be happier because his years. Yeah, did he have one or two good years right away as an angel? Uh, as an angel, sure, but they didn't do it. They didn't win anything. And it, 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 it's the same thing with Judge. The judge hasn't won anything. Like, I, I understand that the the price goes up because of that's just the way baseball is. But it's so tough to ask for that much money at 30 years old. 
Yeah, absolutely. And if and if he's worried about making money now, then you know maybe a short term term contract with the Yankees, like a you know if yeah. he wants to get locked up for a little bit, the seven years, two hundred seventeen million. Most of their contracts can be renegotiated before that seven years is up, and I'm sure he could have somehow worked that into that contract. Yeah, but but he's looking at it in the right now, not the bigger picture, and that's where I have a problem with it. Sure, the are trying to bring a championship to to New York, and they're not going to do that just based on Aaron Judge's production alone. Yeah, I mean. I mean, I I gotta say, you know who won the contract war and kicked ass big time is Carlos Correa. Three oh, yeah. years, hundred thirty five or yeah, hundred five million with opt outs each what? year. He has championship rings. He has championship rings to back that up. True, yeah. it's a fact. Absolutely, that's, that's one thing Aaron Judge does not, and that's no knock on Aaron Judge because he has been an amazing player for the Yankees. Yeah. And I do think that the $217 million contract that they offered him was very fair. Yes. Now, whether it's about money up front now or in the back end, I don't see that really being a, uh, a matter for the yeah. Yankees. Whether he wants $50 million this year and then 35 down the road, who cares? But after seven years, you don't deserve it. You're 30 years old. You haven't brought a ring to the to the to the yep. um you know to the team yet. And yes, there was the whole scandal. I'm just fading Peach down until the. Okay, start start again with the scandal. You broke up. Okay, uh, Peach, we got to drop you, man. You're, I know you're in a bad spot, and it's. Now uh, we're we're hardly able to catch. Hey, Charles, any... let's give him a second. Okay, let's try it again. Start again with the scandal. Yeah, we the team could have had an excuse. Start yeah. again with the scandal. I I just think they're using that. Ex... Oh, oh. I I just think they're using that excuse to to every team. Every team cheated. Oh sure, no no I doubt agree. about it. Yeah. Um, I th- I think we got you got you back mm. now. Um. But yeah, it's I I think your uh, your points are are right on, no doubt about it. Uh, what else is on your baseball mind, my dude? I'm thinking if a team offered me two hundred and seventeen million dollars for seven years, I would be burying bodies for them in the backyard and not say it. <laughs> Um, $217 million I'm foaming from the mouth. So, I think just based on a a human standpoint, you're never going to spend that kind of money in your lifetime. Take what you can get and take that money to the bank and laugh your way to the bank because that's all you can really do at that point. Yeah. I love it. I love it. If you're going to complain, I don't want to hear it. Yeah. I love it so much. You you always – my guy, listen, you, you you always seem to hit the points right on the head. Thank you. Thank you. I do got to let you go because I'm about to lose you, though. All right. Well, hey, thanks thanks for chiming in. Thank Safe you, travels, Beach. bro. Love, Love you. you. Thank you, fellas. Thank you, fellas. You Love bet. You guys. Love you, too. Love you so much. Appreciate you. 
So there we go. Uh, there's the Peach Pirate weighing in about, uh, you know, the Aaron Judge uh, situation. And I, you know, I think he's, I think he's spot on, bro. Yeah. I mean, it's tough to argue, that's for sure. Um, and we were pretty I, I much, think... yeah, I mean, we were pretty much saying the same thing. Yeah, but but I think the the conversation needs to be had too. I think like in general, people what the last thing that Peach Pirate said there is that if somebody's offering me this amount of money, I would I would dig 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 graves for them. I mean that I think like to me, like so I you know I do a wrestling podcast. I'm a wrestling fan. Like uh, oh, these guys get paid a good amount of money to do the, the, the thing that they do. But what gets lost a lot of the time is that it's, this is a, it's not only a job, it's, 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 it's a, it's a lifestyle career. Like yeah. These guys have to dedicate all of their time to this job. And yeah, again, do Somebody offers me that kind of money, I'm dropping everything I I have, and I'm going to be the best at that thing that I need to be. But I exactly. think that's lost is that you're 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 worth whatever somebody's willing to pay you, right? And that's just kind of where it goes. And do we th- like just a quick thing, quick question too? Do do you get that a lot? Like as a baseball fan, Blaze, the the um. Somebody, for example, who may not follow baseball or know as much about baseball, say, "Oh, they get paid. They get paid so much. Like, why are they complaining?" Like, yeah, you know, like, yeah. I I hear that. I hear that quite often, actually. And I think, you know, since we're in a pandemic right now, I think that's a very valid thing to complain about. I do, because you have all these other people, you know, healthcare workers and and teachers and, and so many other industries that are just barely getting by and are not getting the uh, wages and the increases that they deserve. Whereas baseball players are getting, I mean, Aaron judge just turned down a seven year, $213 million deal. It's, I think it's really hard right now to feel sympathetic for baseball players because of the world that we're in and the fact that they're turning down this kind of money. I think this is, you know, one of the issues why the lockout lasted as long as it did, because they think, I I mean, you you have greedy owners and greedy players. Um, And I get it. You know, most of the players generally speaking that are on rosters are, not making the buco bucks that the Aaron judges, the, um, you know, Carlos Correa's, the Mike Trout's, the, well, I shouldn't even say Aaron judge, uh, but you know, the, the, the Carlos, the Carlos Correa's, the Mike Trout's, the Corey Seager's, the Max Scherzer's, the Jacob DeGrom's. But we've also seen guys, I think, especially in, you brought it up, like the, the, because of the pandemic, I think, like we've seen younger guys sign again, like just bringing it back to the top where I said, I hope Tyler O'Neill signs uh, a, a deal with the Cardinals. And that won't be like a max deal by any stretch, but it'll be like a, 
three to four year, you know, hundred million dollar deal. You know, like these, like yeah, we think that we like in today's baseball they seem little, but at the same time, it's like they, these guys are going to make twenty twenty five million dollars a year. But I think we're going to see more of these smaller contracts, smaller years for for the exact same reason that you Peach Pirate. And uh, and I think a lot of people are saying is like the seven year deal is I th- the seven plus year deal I think is going is going to be abolished in the next couple of years. I don't, I, I don't see well, that happening as and, much. And frankly, it needs to be it, uh, yeah. because it's it, it's it's somewhat good for the player. And the reason why I say it's somewhat good for the player because yeah, they're they're getting buco bucks out of it, but the reality is. You know, the last few years of that deal, they're just kind of wallowing in their performance feces, if you will. Um, <laughs> I don't, I don't know of another way to put it. Um, and in sport that where you benefit off of year, I mean, I know what football, sure, basketball, I guess, but in baseball, you have one good year where you hit three hundred, hit thirty bombs driving 80s, maybe steal 10, 15, you're the, 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 the amount of money and you can make off of that one year comparatively to other sports, I think is, is something to look into. And in baseball, you can have that one good year. I'm looking at just as an example, Matt Carpenter, who was the leadoff hitter for one, two good, good years in the, as a Cardinal hit 30 home runs, was a double machine. And then he gets found out by scouting, by pitching, by fielding. And he, he's never been the same since, but he got that big deal. He got that good three, four-year deal, $90, $100 million, whatever it was. Yeah. And like I think that that happens in baseball a lot more than other sports. Well, it does because the contracts are guaranteed. See, the one thing that I like about the NFL structure of contracts is X amount of money is guaranteed, which I think that's yeah. how it should be. I don't think you should I don't think you should get your full money unless like you have yeah. to earn it. Yeah, and well and maybe you we can maybe we can shed some light on this. How 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 would that go in baseball? Like how would it be yearly based like an average based of of certain stats, like how, how, how do you, um, because I think that's one of the biggest gripes with these big contracts, just to bring it back to Aaron judge. Yeah. The man was offered two seventeen for seven years or whatever it was. Yeah. And says no. Whereas every normal human being would say yes, but he is saying no because of his, he believes he's worth more. What, what makes somebody worth more in baseball? Right, right. I mean, and that's, I mean, that's just it. And the Aaron Judge thing is so complicated because both sides are very easy to see, and both sides make a lot of valid points. There's really is not a lot to criticize on either side of this coin, no matter how you flip it. Yeah, and Peach Pirate in the chat made a great point. The reason why Aaron Judge can can. Can ask for more money, and you can speak on this is because he's the face of a New York franchise. He, well, <laughs> he's the face of the Yankees. He is, yeah. Um, he's 
we have not seen a player be revered like this since, since Jeter Jeter. and Mo. Yeah. And and he's the face of the of the Yankees, but as Peach Pirate also pointed out in the chat, he's yet to win a championship. Uh, if the man had won a championship, then these demands don't seem too crazy. But now, like without that, and maybe and you can speak on this as a Yankee fan. And I know, and again, and, and you were right to say, like, we're not trying to make this Yankee. We're this is more this has become a podcast on free agency in general in the state of baseball. So love Fine. you. Thank you for listening. But that's where this is gone. And Judge is just the um the the easy the easy thing to talk about. Yeah. I mean um, well here's and if he had won if he had won a championship in the last, let's just say three years, please, they give him whatever he wants, right? Yeah, although I will also say to you that I think in general our championships are overvalued. In oh, all right. Right, because in New York though? Well, I, I think just in sports in general, championships are overvalued because I, from the standpoint of this, it takes a team to win a championship. That individual is merely part of the team that that wins the championship. I think we put way too much individual value on championships that are won by a collective. But you would agree that there is a singular, if not two, three at the most, faces of that particular franchise. Oh, oh, sure, no, no doubt about it. And when do I think, think like if, if the Yankees, let's just say, just for argument's sake, sure, the Yankees, the Yankees win the twenty twenty two World Series. Yeah, who 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 is the who is front and center on the the videos on the. You know who's doing all the interviews post game? Like who? Who? It's Aaron Judge. I mean, it's Probably. Judge Cole, I guess maybe. Probably, um, although I mean, Garrett Cole needs to stop talking to the media because he he, <laughs> he needs yeah. he, he needs to be coached. I I I just I guess the point that I'm trying to make, Peach, and and, no, yeah. to, and to it's answer your point. question, I think it all depends on who came up in the clutch, who came through in the clutch. Yeah. Um, and maybe Aaron Judge didn't, and Giancarlo Stanton did. And if Giancarlo Stanton came through in the clutch, and Aaron Judge didn't, then guess who's going to be doing those interviews? Giancarlo Stanton. Uh, if if Isaiah Kiner Falefa comes, Kiner Falefa comes through in the clutch, Aaron Judge is not. IKF's doing those interviews. I think it all depends on who no. came through in the clutch. I I do, I, oh, I do I absolutely believe that because that's. Because the New York media, generally speaking, that's okay, who but, they go to. Okay, the Yankees win the World Series. Let's just say four to two over the. I don't know the. the sure. The I, National. I don't know. <laughs> well, it's not going to be the Nationals. Let's say. <laughs> yeah, let, yeah, I'm sorry. Let, let's let's say the Cardinals, oh, just for me to rub it in. No, I'm kidding. Uh, the, yeah, the, no, the but, Dodgers. Let's just say the Dodgers. Yeah. So they went, the Yankees went four to two. Sure. It's Yankee Stadium. Aaron Judge goes three for 17 in the series, has one home run. He, IKF hat is six for 19 or 18, whatever. Has a couple. You don't think that they're going to Aaron Judge almost immediately, regardless of, of, of of what happened in the World Series. I'm not saying that they don't go to Aaron Judge. I'm just saying, now here's the thing. If Aaron Judge goes 3 for 17, the Yankees win the <laughs> yeah. World Series, 
I think that because he went three for 17, that's something that you can't negotiate from a position of strength in terms of an extension. Yeah, you got a championship, but you sure as hell were not the reason they won. Okay. No, I mean, I, I can see where you're coming from there. I just, I think that, um, you know, I just, I, I think the, the homegrown Aaron Judge argument needs to be put away because it, at this point, and I think you've, you've spelled it out for us, it comes down to what you do, not what you win. Yeah, I mean, but the reason why the homegrown argument is not going to go away, PJ, is because Brian Cashman and crew decided to spend a combined $650 million on Garrett Cole and Giancarlo Stanton. Add another, well, I mean, DJ LeMay, who they, they signed him to a six-year uh, extension, but, uh, I mean, you know, Josh Donaldson, three years for 50 mil. Um, you, you know, you're looking at 700 million between three players from the outside. Aaron Judge is a homegrown guy who, you know, he's he's who puts butts in the seats for the franchise. And I think oh. the Yankees, in spite of despite his injury issues and despite his injury history, I think the Yankees should have and could have done better at locking him up long-term before we got to this point. Yeah, I mean, that's that's why we're even at this point at the podcast, man. And, and I, it's an interesting question. It's an interesting thing to tackle because it's going to end, whether or not you like it, it's going to be a topic of conversation probably throughout the whole year. No doubt about it. Another big topic of conversation. Clayton Kershaw last week went seven innings against the Minnesota Twins, 36 degrees in Minnesota, pitching a perfect game, and he is taken out. I happen to think uh, Dave Roberts made the right move because he's putting a damned if you do, damned if you don't situation. Clayton Kershaw continues to pitch and he gets hurt because it's 36 degrees in Minneapolis, then Dave Roberts gets killed for leaving an injury-prone pitcher in the game too long. Yeah, what? so, I mean, as a baseball fan, I think you can agree it stunk to to hear that and see that that happened, 80 pitches taken out in the seventh inning. I actually was in the hotel lobby um, getting ready to get a ride to the airport in St. Louis. Right. And uh, when, when I was following it on my phone, like the game cast and saw that he got taken out, I was upset. It stunk. I wanted to watch it, but as a, in a baseball sense, did it, it it was clearly the right move. Um, And Kershaw himself wasn't, it would have been one thing if Kershaw had gotten like upset and like demanded to stay in, but no, he, he understood it was the way that it should have gone. Uh, and he explained afterwards, you know, the, the, the late start to spring training. Yeah. He personally didn't get his own work in and, you know, he got it in too late. He's, he's like, it all made sense. But I do want to stick up for and defend the hardcore baseball fan that was so upset because that's what you do as yeah. a club, as an armchair baseball guy. 
you get upset about stuff like that, and I'm here for that. But, um, you know, it clearly seemed to be the move that, it, again, and just I'll, I'll, I'll hand it over to you in a second, but it would have been one thing if Kershaw was upset because I don't if, – if Kershaw wanted to stay in that game, he was going to stay in. I mean, he's Clinton Kershaw. He's a Hall of Famer. He, he's the, one of the tenured guys on that team, World Series champion. I mean – if he wanted to stay into that in that game, he would have stayed in that game. Like that's just that's how that's what I believe. I so. I agree with you completely. And and the other piece of this too, I think if it's not thirty six degrees in Minneapolis, Minnesota, and it was you know seventy five at Dodger Stadium, he's not coming out. I, yeah, I mean that yeah. has to be, and probably was the main consideration. That is thirty six yeah, well, degrees. In Minnesota, and we have to remember too that they're not playing in the Metrodome, where yeah, well, you're protected from the elephant uh, elephants. Oh my God! Well, yeah, Woo! definitely. Save definitely me. protected. Yeah, you know, honestly, the elements. The most one of the most protected places of from elephants is probably <laughs> that stadium, the San Diego wow. Zoo. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but. <laughs> but Elephants aside, I just, you know, I think, again, if Kershaw thought he could, he would have stayed in. Like, I, I, I don't I believe agree. for a second that that wasn't a decision that was come to with Kershaw's consent. So, for the, you know, we're, we all wish, we, honestly, he could have given up a home run his next pitch. Who knows? Like, it's, I get it. I, I want to see a perfect game just as much as the next baseball fan. Right. But it's just it wasn't meant to be 36 degrees in Minnesota in April. I just I'm exactly. sorry. Exactly. The way it is. Well, and you know the other piece of this too, because there's a tie between Aaron Judge and Clayton Kershaw, believe it or not. I mean, oh, the, let's go. Uh, the Dodgers did it right. They they made sure Clayton Kershaw was taken care of. They took care of their homegrown boy. The Yankees <laughs> did not. And the Yankees have not. And I don't know no. if the Yankees have put themselves in a position where they're going to have the opportunity to take care of their homegrown boy. Who knows? As long as as long as you're taken care of, please. That's all I care about. And and as long as you're taken care of, <laughs> I'd I'd sign you to a seven year, two hundred thirteen million dollar. Oh, I would sign you to a seven year, two hundred fourteen million dollars. I'd okay. sign you to a seven year, two hundred fifteen million dollar deal. Yes. No. Now I can't. I can't go any higher than that. So. Uh, hey, I I get it, but you know, budgets only stretched so far. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> To the top of the elephant's trunk. I get it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Here on Swinging Blindly Podcast with with PJ and Blaze. Absolutely. Uh, Shout out Peach Pirate. What? Yes. uh, Shout out to the Peach Pirate. Uh, If if anyone else wants to come on, uh, we've got a few more minutes here. We can yuck it up with you and... Get a sense of uh, what's on your uh, baseball mind. Um, Brett is in the chat, but it's not looking like he's going to be able to join us. I sent right. him one more. Uh, I sent him one more request. Let's see. Yeah, it'd be interesting to get his you know, I had a, very rational 
perspective. Brett is a very mm-hmm. rational Yankee fan, where I, I tend not to be as much. Uh, well, just seeing it, you know, from the outside, as I was a caller the last time we were on this show, uh, I think both of you, yeah, you, you actually kind of nailed it a little bit. Like, you tend to be the more, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I, the more, um, uh, I guess, just lack of a better term, wild, out there type of Yankee brain, and yeah. Brett, Brett generally keeps, like as you said, keeps it real, more rational. But that's also both, who I am as a person, though. That's fair, but you both also dip into each other's lane from time to time. Oh, sure. sure. Yeah. So it's like it. You kind of like. It's, it's like you're driving on the highway and there's a divider and then it's like a, it's a cement divider for a long, uh, like, I don't know, a mile. And then, it, and then it drops and it's like, a, there's nothing there. And both of you swerve into each other's lane for a second, but then you get right back before the cement comes back up. <laughs> it, it, you're, you're dipping in each other's lanes but you always at in the in the end stay in your own lane, and uh, it, it's it's nice to see as a as a Cardinal fan. Clearly, um, for those watching, I mean, I'm decked out in Cardinal gear right now. Um, so describe for the color cast audience, um, yeah. who who's not able right. to see you because it's audio only. What's your? I'm wearing, I'm rocking this new. It's a black uh, Cardinal hat, uh, snapback. That we grabbed from the Cardinal store when we went, when we did the um, stadium tour, which was amazing. Got was in the dugout place, and it was amazing. Um, I spit my gum out in the in the dugout garbage with hopes that somebody would spit their seeds or whatever, what have you, in there. And touch your gum and touch my DNA. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's a black hat with the classic birds on the bat, the two birds on the bat, Cardinal logo on the top. And then I'm rocking this practice um, BP, I believe. I don't know if they actually wear these, but it was a jersey we found uh, with Yachty. Yachty, number four, shout out. I mean, my favorite my favorite baseball player of all time. I can't say athlete because it's between him and Jerry Rice. Um, he's up there with favorite athlete. He, uh, I mean. I can say this. I, let me just say this, but. Sure. Yachty or Molina is my favorite human being of all time. I love him. I, I love him. I would do anything for Yadier Molina. He is a saint. Um, that's that's all I really need to say. I mean, how so. cool was it for you to see Adam Wainwright pitching mm-hmm. to Yadier Molina? Yep. And in the dugout, you have Albert Pujols. Uh I, I mean, I cried a lot. <laughs> um, you know, I mean, we, we got there for batting practice. We were there, saw uh, Pujols. You know, he didn't he didn't end up hitting his first home run of the season until Tuesday, which was our last like full day there. But you got to be opening, there for it, though. I mean, how oh cool. oh oh yeah, it was, uh, dude. Um, oh yeah, opening day. We were there for batting practice. The whole part. I mean, it's a party, man. Like, I look. I get it that other teams do opening day things, but it was, it's a literal, it was a Thursday afternoon place. And there was 40,000 people there. Like 
meaning that these people just like didn't work because they had to go to the Cardinal game. It was incredible. It um, yeah, I can get a little emotional talking about that. It was, it was, um, it was absolutely incredible. We were there for batting practice. Like I said, you have to see pools so at least hit some batting practice dingers. But we're seeing, you know, I mean, you, you see, uh, it, it, undescribable, undescribable. Can't as a Cardinal fan, it was, it was. There's nothing I can say, man. It was, it was incredible. I'm really happy you got to have the experience. And 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 you know, it's something I. I know that they do for Yankee, by the way, Yankee Stadium. A buddy of mine actually is doing it in a month or so. Mm-hmm. If you haven't done a stadium tour, Blaze, you should. Like you, you like look into those tickets. Look into it's probably not going to be too expensive, but you, regardless of how much money it is, the next time like you're trying to get to a game, maybe look into adding in that stadium tour because knowing you, you would love it where they take you, what, what they explain to you, like, especially as a Yankee fan, like the history there, it's not lost on me, you know, cause you know, there were jokes made about how Cardinals, you know, number two, you know, there were jokes, you know, there were jokes made on the tour about how it might take the Cardinals a while to get to the Yankees. So the, the amount of history for the Yankees is just crazy. And, and knowing you, if you haven't done it, Look into getting tickets to the stadium. I'll, I'll have to do that, and should yeah, absolutely. And, and and in all honesty, if if I ever got the opportunity, and I would love to do this, I would love to meet John Sterling. I absolutely would love to, and I'd love to meet Susan because, I mean, hey, the they, legends. They're well for me. They're my eyes for the game. Yeah, they're legends. They they are. I mean, even if they. You know, sometimes say some very yeah. uh, interesting things, which uh, I God, bro, I wish I had the audio for this, um, and I'm not able to pull it up, but because uh, well, I we can tease it though, really quick. Is that like we're gonna do a? Uh, you want to just say it right now? So, yeah. Like, going so a, you know, yeah. once in a while, we're gonna sprinkle in a little Sterling says segment, which is where John says something that's just. So outdated and so entertaining. For instance, he was doing a. He read this ad for, uh, I think, is Storage Blue, which is this uh, storage company, and it did the ad perfectly as as John does. I mean, the guy's ad reads are absolutely phenomenal, and without missing a beat, he just goes, "Yeah, Susan, yeah, I went to the." closet and i felt like i needed storage blue because everything started you know falling out because i had to grab the big bag you know it was like fibber mcgee and molly <laughs> you know it's like this radio show from the 30s or 40s <laughs> <laughs> it's just, i mean but it's it's classic like it's it stuff is. that needs to be these are like like all jokes aside, Blaze. Like I love I love when Sterling gets a call wrong, but all jokes aside, these are legends. Like have been yes. doing it for what thirty years plus. Uh, I mean, John, let's see. Uh, John's been with the Yankees since '89. Was with the Braves before that. Boy. Susan, I mean, she she 
paved a, a path for women in sports reporting. Absolutely. Every Absolutely. A, any woman who is a sports reporter needs to look up who Susan Waldman is and what she did. Because no no matter what you think of her her analysis or no matter what your what your views are of, you know, some of the things that she says, that is indisputable. And that is something she should be revered and regarded for until the end of time. Absolutely. I mean, I, I think it's um, that I don't look. I'm a little biased. I'm a Cardinal fan. Of course. Yankee fans for my whole life. I've listened to the fan my entire life. Um, do I think that they are the best at this current state? No. But at one time was the duo of John Sterling and Susan what Waldman? Yeah, Susan Waldman. Mm-hmm. Like, it, they are a and I think for a lot of people, because the Yankees are so, so national, you know them, like, you know them just by their voice. Straight. Yeah. And, and, and another thing that they do too, is they, they kind I mean, they give you a, a little glimpse into their personal lives as well. I mean, not, not much of one. I mean, they, they do a very good job of being guarded about what they say and what they don't. Um, I mean, it's, and they've been together for, I think this is their 18th year. Um, well, I, yeah, cause, uh, Charlie Steiner, who was with John before that. And I, I miss, I miss Charlie doing the Yankee games with John. Um, I don't remember that at all. Yeah. Charlie Steiner was with the, um, was with the Yankees and he's actually the one a lot of people forget about this. Who called the Aaron Boone home run off of Tim Wakefield? In no the, way! Really? Yes, in Game Seven no of the way. ALCS. Yeah, that's crazy. Oh three. Yeah, that's, and those, that's no way. It was Charlie Steiner. That was Charlie Steiner who called it, not John Sterling. Wait, and who's Charlie? Is Charlie Steiner related? Chuck Steiner is he related to somebody? Um, I'm not sure, but Charlie Steiner has, uh, I believe, after that, uh, he, I believe, he's been with the Dodgers since. Um, and and you know, you have, I mean, there are multiple theories out there that, uh, you, you know, John was upstaged by that. Which I I that I find hard to believe. Um. Also, too, there was a guy uh, named Ross Porter who was a radio announcer for the Dodgers. Uh, Ross, what? That rings a bell, Ross Porter. Yeah, yeah, Ross Porter was this kind of like cowboy-sounding guy um, who who retired in uh, right right at that same time. So there was the opening, and I I mean. Charlie had the opportunity because Ross Porter was the was like the main play by play voice for radio because you know Scully did both radio and TV simulcast yeah. on on both for the first three innings and then Scully went to TV. Um, I mean Charlie <laughs> Steiner had the opportunity to be the main play by play voice following Vin Scully on radio <laughs> on inning four in. 
the Dodgers market. Like, how the hell do you say no to that? No. You don't. I don't give a crap who you are. I mean, if it's, I mean, because you're, it's that whole upward mobility thing. Like, you know, you're waiting for John Sterling to get out of the way in 2004. Uh-uh, that's not happening. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Really, really weird and ra- I guess it's not that random, but did you know, please, that Harry Carey was, did Cardinal broadcasting with Jack Buck longer than he ever did Cubs? Um, I did. Yeah. I did. How about that? Harry Carey, Cardinals and Cubs. <laughs> yeah. And, and the reason why he left was like, it was like some kind of like, um, it was some kind of dispute with, with, uh, the DeWitts. Okay. Did you yeah, also the, know that Bill DeWitt uh, played a baseball game? I think I did know that. As and he was like the midget, like the Reds had on. Uh, I'll have to look that up, and we'll get back to you. But yeah, yeah. just a couple of fun facts. I Interesting. Think. Yeah. Um. I mean, what else? Because we got to wrap this up here. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, I, what what else baseball wise has stood out to you over the past? couple of weeks here i just want to say shout out c mac bride 13 i invited him to hop on the hot seat but he's still in the um still in the chat and we just just shout out no worries you don't have to hop on we appreciate you listening to us talk about baseball um i what i've noticed boys is that the runs seem to be down um at least home runs for sure a little bit less than usual yeah, I mean that's um, that's typical for April though because the beginning of the season, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean because well, think about it. With the, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I mean the 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 late the late start to spring training and everything, and yeah. just with it being uh, colder. I mean, bro, what about this uh, this guy and the Yankees are going to be facing this weekend? Stephen Kwong of the uh, Guardians. This love kid it. is on a flipping tail. Oh, I love him. I added it. I added him to my fantasy team. The first week of the season, yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. That you know what? At, in general, Blaze, the people I know based the time. I don't know. Whatever your gripe is with baseball, I understand. But the young talent for guys like us who just love baseball, mm-hmm. it's crazy, man. It like, there's so many good young pitchers. There's so many good young hitters that are because of the new rules have to be, have to be playing. Mm-hmm. And it's good for the sport. Yeah. I mean, what, well, I mean, I'll tell you what though, this, this runner on second nonsense that needs to go, that has, Absolutely. that has hindered extra innings instead of help it instead of help. Absolutely. It. I'm glad the Absolutely. seven inning double headers are gone. Absolutely. Um, I, we need the pitch clocks. I'm sorry. I, I'm, Again, I'm, I don't usually agree with you this many times in a row, my friend, but I agree with you completely. I mean, Maybe this, I mean, you know, this, this is this is just because it's our first back in a while. I'm just, you know, no, 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 no. You, you know, no. I don't know. You know, I'm agreeing with you now, but I, I envision next week I'll be, uh, I'll be mother, I'll be mother effing you left and right. <laughs> Good, good save on your part, by the way. Um, <laughs> you. You'll be, you'll be a bit more, uh, uh, more of a contrarian. Now, <laughs> actually, I'm going to challenge you on that right now. Would oh, you have my. a rule 
because I would, for yeah. how many times a batter can step out of the box during yes, an at bat? Absolutely, absolutely. Okay, look at I, that. Lo- I love. I love the idea of calling a guy out for taking too long, too. Yes, they did, uh, that, I believe that happened in the minor, or the might have happened. I, I saw uh, I saw a clip of this happen recently, where that was that rule was it might have been in minor league or independent, where a guy got called out because or, no, it was in college baseball, where the guy got called out because he took too long outside of the batter's box. Yeah, absolutely. Like, One foot in at all times, and, yeah. and you can't just lollygag, bro. Come on. 100%. Yeah, it's, just, it's so bad for the game. Yes. And there's no reason for it. As somebody who, you know, and yourself, I mean, you know, as somebody who, who's been in the box, as somebody who's played, like, it's, there's no reason for it, man. There's really no reason for 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 the, the constant changing it, like, Look, we get it. Nomar Garciaparra, the Jeters of the world, yeah. with their, adjusting their batting gloves, all that. We get it. It's cool not saying I liked different. it then. I didn't. That, exactly. Exactly. Did it look cool? Sure. But were we, was everybody still annoyed? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. And it just, it, it's just a, a cut that's just progressively opened up. Yes. Oh, that's a great point. It has gotten way worse. <laughs> it, it's it's time to rein this crap in. Absolutely. See again. Like this is a this is not Look a mirage. This is this is swinging blindly with PJ Blaze. We we're on the same page today. <laughs> but our bats we'll are see. touching. <laughs> <laughs> You're, but you had to do that. You nasty man. You nasty man. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Uh, you you took it that way. I know uh, I did. Yes, you did. <laughs> you whiffed. No, that's on you. You and only whiffed. You. Oh, get out of here! You're disgusting. Oh my gosh! <laughs> People are, if they listened to the last minute, they wouldn't even know we were talking about baseball. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez, oh, you get out of here! You gotta, you gotta take a nap there, please. If if I take a nap at this rate, I won't sleep. Um, Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, so it's 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 good to. So good to be back, uh, you know, doing the shows with you. And uh, Brett did an absolutely admirable job pinch yes, hitting for we'll you. We'll have him back on. We'll have him back on whenever he yeah. wants. <laughs> for sure. So, and, and shout out Peach Pirate. Shout out uh, C-Mac. Yes. I don't know if he's still in the chat, but he's welcome to speak whenever. But we appreciate him listening. And uh, yeah. Do, yeah. Do you think we'll ever get that milk person back? No, we need to though. Uh, I I know. It's like our uh, it's like our Moby Dick. It's our white whale. <laughs> well, <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, I knew you were going to get weird. <laughs> you were about no, no, no. Don't even say whatever you're going to say. I'm not. Uh, I because we get canceled real quick. I I've checked the swing. I didn't go around. <laughs> <laughs> Swinging blindly, but with a care. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It was smooth milk. That's what the person's name was. Oh yeah, our guy. Smooth yeah. milk. 
Shout out. Shout out. Please come back. Please come back so Belize doesn't get canceled. I, I promise. I promise. We only... We only talk about baseball and not the not the. If we, not if the we haven't gotten canceled yet after that, then we we're, we should be okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, we. Your dirty uh, ass. That that was purely me. Like you should not. <laughs> you should be canceled. That, like, that's all me. Yeah. Oh, God, oh, God. Lord. Yeah, yeah, that was. You he know, won't that, save you. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that was not salvageable. So no, no, you aren't. I I am not. <laughs> well, anyhow, uh, this yeah. is this has been uh, you know it's been an awesome show as we head into the weekend here. Uh, gonna be able to catch some catch some ball over the weekend. Yeah, hopefully. I don't. I'm not exactly sure, but I know I'll be betting on it at the very least. So. There you go. Let's see what happens, and then uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we're going to be back on our regular Wednesday. Next yeah, week, you think? yeah, we'll be back uh, Wednesday, the twenty uh, seventh. So cool. you know, four yeah. four hour or four days and twenty three hours from now. Love it. I'm already counting yeah, we'll, down. Uh, we'll hit you with some naughty bits that that Blaze probably wants to do. Oh, or how about we phrase it as? Hardball. <laughs> oh, God, yeah, get out of here. You gotta go to bed. <laughs> oh, uh, the Yankees giving Judge the hardball there. Yeah, and and, Ju- and Judge is giving it right back to him. I mean, Yikes. they're they're. I I appreciate how spirited this has become, and I really have no issue with Brian Cashman being open and yeah. honest about about it i i really have no issue with it you would you would not have issue with being open and honest and hardball no that that's right i mean (laughs) you know i i've i've always believed those things are intrinsically important to one's character (laughs) oh excuse me (laughs) i have broken pj oh no i've broken him Oh shit! This I feel like the I only mean, thing that could break them more is if the Cubs beat the Cardinals in the ALCS. Oh no, 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 no! We won't have any of that. We won't have any of that. We won't have any. No, no Cubs, no Red Sox. Nope, nope. I, I mean, not saying I disagree with you because I don't. I, I agree with you completely. Thank you. Well, I don't Especially know no if Red I want Sox. you to. Well, hey, we agree again. We've only disagreed like <laughs> once. Oh God! This is like this is um, what do they call um, not backwards? There's the, there's the, there's the the hope has disappeared. What is the what is Superman the 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 bad Superman? What do they call him again? You know, bad Superman. My, Mysterio? No. Um, oh jeez. Yeah. I don't know. That's I, who you are. Oh well. Well, thanks. You're welcome. Thanks, Batman. I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, and in this Sorry. instance, Batman is a double entendre. <laughs> oh, jeez! I just got that. That was really good. I, I just yeah, spat I am some the bat. serious. I am. Yeah, I, I just, am. I I am the Batman. I just spat some serious knowledge at you. <laughs> You're such. I love you so much. <laughs> You're the man. <laughs> 
You're How are the, we sign off? What are we signing off? Well, you're the man, the real, the legend. Uh, first and foremost, well, uh, this is a Swinging Blindly podcast. Uh, let us know what you think. Facebook.com slash Swinging Blindly. Let me do that again. Facebook.com slash Swinging Blindly podcast. Yes. Where you also can subscribe as we have a new podcast tab on our Facebook page. Hell yeah. Or wherever you get your podcast on Twitter at Swinging Blindly. PJ mainly does our, our social stuff because I'm too busy editing and screwing around. Um, and uh, <laughs> yeah, thank you so much for, for being a part of the show. Shout out to Peach Pirate who hopped on for a few minutes as he was, uh, you know, hunting peaches or whatever the hell peach pirates do. Um <laughs> and uh, my guy could not have done it without you. Um, Absolutely. No, I love you. And uh, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll we'll be hyping the be, be sure to, especially Facebook and Twitter. We're going to start getting uh, active on those. And uh, obviously wherever you get your podcast, because uh, we, we love talking baseball and uh, we want to bring you premium baseball content. That's right. Just like the players, we needed a few weeks to dust ourselves off. Absolutely. I need you to go on my honeymoon. There you go. There you go. You're going to eventually do that too, man. Yes. I, I actually didn't realize that was your honeymoon. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, it was. Yeah. St. Louis. There, there you go. Um, and, and yeah. I mean, how, how did Anna like the experience, by the way? Uh, she misses it and wishes we were there. So there you go. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, cause, uh, I, I, um, you know, Aaron, Aaron is not really a a sportsy person, which is, uh, you know, a okay with, with me. Um, you know, yeah, and I, I only know. like baseball because of how obsessed I am with the Cardinals. So gotcha. Go. Gotcha. <laughs> I see, see, I think between me being a huge baseball fan and, 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 and in general, and, you know, um, and Aaron's mom being a Mets fan, I, 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 th- I feel like it just completely disinterests Aaron and, and baseball and sports <laughs> as a whole. So, which I I understand I I really hey, do. God bless her. Uh, yeah, I mean she puts up with my nonsense, so. <laughs> uh, and so do I, and so does the people. That's that's right. I appreciate you all. You know, Golden Girls say best. Thank you for being a friend. <laughs> Thank you for being, being a friend. friend. <laughs> Anyhow, well, the ball will. Land where it lies. And do we care if we swing and miss? Absolutely freaking not. Not.